0: What what about about what
1: Welcome to What It's About, the podcast full of poorly researched and strongly held opinions with your hosts Claire and Kyle. Hello Kyle and how are you? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> you always ask me first. So this week I thought I'd get in really quick and ask you first.
0: I am fantastic. Had a productive day at work. Oh, good. Then uh, I went to... I searched out the one ice cream shop in Shanghai that has some dairy-free options. Mm-hmm. Picked up some ice cream for later.
1: Where are the... Where's the vegan ice cream? Give us the scoop.
0: Um... Uh, there's a whole article on Nonfluence about it. What are you rolling your eyes at? No, I'm looking at we not We weren't paid for that shout out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll bill we'll Nonfluence later. Retroactive billing.
0: <laughs> um, but the, uh, should I forget the name of the one that I just went to, actually? Is this
1: the one that you were like, I, I half read in our group chat, you were like, they've got mud flavor or something?
0: Mud flavor. No, that was, um, they had earth flavor. Uh, that
1: sounds like paying to eat creamy duh.
0: But actually, I hate that ice cream shop. Actually, that that was one um, in Jing'an where they had these. They, they came out with all this signage all over the place and all these advertisements. All these advertisements that they're having Oatly ice cream, mm. and I love Oatly. Um, you do. And so you should actually super, be an ambassador uh, for Oatly. Uh, um, well, I own stock in in Oatly, so. Do you? It's close enough, maybe. Yeah. Say um, the same. same. Uh, but they, they had these big signs up that said, we are the post milk generation and like all of this, you know, all these ads, all this signage and everything. And you go in there and they have one non-dairy ice cream.
1: That's a bit cheeky. And it's,
0: and it's earth flavor, which is, (laughs) which is like, it's worse than vanilla. It was like, It was like oat milk flavored, like it didn't have a flavor.
1: Well, the only thing worse than vanilla ice cream is oat milk flavored ice
0: cream. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it was pretty good, if I'm being honest, but I was just like, fuck you guys, you have 20 fucking flavors of ice cream and a giant sign in the window that says we are the post milk generation.
1: That's a good tagline though, isn't it? Yeah. Like it got you in the door. It it
0: did. It (laughs) It got me in the door like the first time I saw it.
1: Oh, bless you.
0: Uh, you want to you wanna kick things off?
1: Okay, let's go. So, um, all of my facts are China-related, in honour of the 100-year uh, celebration of the founding of the Communist Party of oh, China. Oh,
0: fantastic. Yep. Um, a
1: load of my friends got uh, trapped on the, the way home from work the other day, because they closed all the metros mm. in honour of said celebration. So if you worked around Xintandi, you just couldn't get home.
0: Oh, Um, you know, I, we got into at work, I won't say we got into trouble, but, um, you know, Weibo and a lot of platforms will put in like these very archaic, uh, like, I guess you could call it censorship, but it's just like their platforms don't work when they're, when there are like sensitive things going on, if it's like a a major holiday or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there there are just times where, like, you can't change the name of your account. You can't yeah. change the, your profile photo. You can't post about certain things, even if it has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, actually, all these words have been banned. Um, on other holidays all emojis were banned. Yeah. Um, because people people use them on the sly to mean to, other things. Yeah, to mean other things. So it's just like, nope, you can't post any emojis today. And it's like for us as a marketing agency, like that could really fuck us up for, <laughs> for a day, you know? Especially uh, when you're
1: trying to explain to like US clients that they're like, what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean like the internet's been banned for a day? And you're like, I can't really explain. Just Google it.
0: Um uh yeah, so that that was my uh that was my major experience with the uh <laughs> with the centennial holiday. Yeah,
1: I'd sort of forgotten and then went for dinner and was like, why is getting home from this dinner impossible? Like all the metros were shut and I was like, This is weird and then I couldn't get a cab, there were no bicycles around us and I, I was in Shintiandi. So that's like near like I was like two blocks from the actual building where apparently it, you know, the communist parties held their first meeting.
0: Oh, I see. So it was was just it just a like a no security go. thing or they were like having a big event there?
1: Yeah. No, there was no event, but there were like police everywhere okay. load of the roads were shut and you just like couldn't get around. I would assume all of the taxi drivers were, you know, like celebrating this milestone day and did not want to give me a lift, which, you know, I do understand, but um, it did make my evening quite stressful.
0: Mm.
1: Anyway, so China fact. First China fact number one, um, I think this is the best one I found. Um, until 2009, the tallest man in the world was Chinese. Uh, he was eight foot one. Ooh. That's 247 centimetres.
0: That's a tall motherfucker.
1: Like, my God, you're quite a tall man. How, how many centimetres are
0: you? Uh, I don't know the centimetres. I'm six foot.
1: I thought you were taller than that.
0: No, Maybe six Maybe it's because you, you slouch.
1: If you stood upright, you'd be 6'4". Thanks, Claire. <laughs> um, but so he was already famous for being the tallest man, you know, in the world. And then he got extra famous in December in 2006 because he started helping vets reach into the stomachs of dolphins to remove shards of plastic.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that thought. <laughs> Why, what does that have to do with him being tall? Long arms. The, oh, come on. Apparently
1: it's a true thing. I do not know the anatomy of a dolphin, <laughs> but it seems like you can just reach in, root around and yank stuff out.
0: So if our podcast doesn't work out, I might be able to get a job as a, as a six footer. Mm, you're currently, into currently
1: two foot too short. So <laughs> depends on your arm to height ratio, I guess.
0: Um, okay. Uh, great fact. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Just visualize it for one second. <laughs> it's
1: a very tall, man.
0: Um, have you... This, this isn't so much of a fact. I just, I felt obligated to mention it because it's on every YouTube channel and every podcast that I've listened to this week. Have you heard about this guy who came out as Korean?
1: Do you mean he, like as, as a sexuality?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. he. Um, so he's a white male from the UK mm-hmm. um, and he came out as trans and mm-hmm. came out as Korean. He now identifies as Korean. Um, How does Korea and,
1: feel about that? And he, well, Will they be issuing him a passport? Well,
0: listen to this. He spent eight years and $150,000 mm. getting plastic surgery to look more Korean. Huh. Um, you can find this guy on YouTube. He yeah. looks fucking crazy.
1: Has he ever been to Korea?
0: Um, I don't, I don't I've know. got a lot of questions.
1: Because, <laughs> you know, if you feel like you don't belong in the country that you're from, mm-hmm. just move to the country... Like, you can move to Korea as a British person. <laughs> like, just move to Korea and then apply for a Korean passport and become Korean.
0: Um,
1: like, I don't know if you can just be like, I feel like a different nationality, therefore I am. Can you?
0: Or maybe you uh, can. Well, I don't know. That, like, that's if I was like, i feel French.
1: I feel French from now on. I'd like to be French. If you're like cool, okay, no problem. Show me your passport. I'd be like mm, foiled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we actually, I watched this. Um, I I really hate bringing up Ben Shapiro more than once because oh, he's such a terrible he's human such being. A dick. Um, such a but dick. But he had a he had a video that. Uh, I don't know, was it was an interesting watch, which is, of course, it, like an anti-trans video, like of like course. half of his videos are. Um, but he was like, for a straight man, he's so bothered by trans people. Yeah. I'm like,
1: mate, it really doesn't impact you at all, <laughs> unless um, he's secretly.
0: I don't think so. Feels
1: like he should be a woman.
0: Um, no, but he uh, so he was like race is a social construct. Gender is a social construct. For all you people saying that this is ridiculous or you can't just do that. who is was like, that's, that's it. This is, this is science. He can, he can say he's a woman. He can say he's whatever he wants. Uh, they, I, I, I should correct myself because he is trans, um, as well and prefers they, um, they can say they're whatever they want, but that doesn't make it so because science exists. And similarly, he can say he's... They can say they're Korean all day, but science exists, so they're not. Um,
1: But, I mean, you can become Korean. Like, if I moved to Korea and got a Korean passport, I'd be Korean.
0: Would you, though?
1: Yeah. I mean, people that aren't white move to England and become English. Do they...
0: They become UK citizens. They don't become English. But I don't,
1: you know, like I have friends from the UK who are not white that are English. (laughs) Hang Uh, on a minute, Kyle. (laughs) Hang on. Is this where our friendship diverges? (laughs) Are you actually a white supremacist? And I didn't know.
0: What the fuck does white supremacy have to do with anything? (laughs) Like you
1: can be a nationality without being that ethnicity. Ethnicity and your nationality are not related. Yes. I mean, they are in China because you cannot become Chinese, <laughs> because, but that's because the government doesn't let you. But, you know, in a lot of countries, they do let you. But. Like if this, uh, you know, if this person moved to Korea um, or, you know, got a Korean passport and then was like, I'm Korean, I'd be like, yeah, fair play. I, the reason I think it's silly is you can't just be like, I'm Korean, but I've never been Keep the language and don't have a Korean passport.
0: Um, Hold on, hold on, though. I don't, I'm, I'm going back to this, uh, would I be English? I don't, I mean, I'm still an expat. I'm, I'm still, I'm still an American. Um, you know,
1: I think like if I moved to America and then became an American citizen, you know, American passport, the whole shebang, I would, I'd be I would American. Say you're American. But I'd yeah. still be, I'd be like, oh, I'm British, I'm, I'm from England, but I'm American, I have an American passport.
0: Yeah, I would say you're an American.
1: Yeah. I mean, it'll, I hope that never happens to me, because it would be <laughs> terrible. I went to a July 4th party, and actually it was lovely, it was a really nice barbecue, but I was just so happy to not be American. Everything was red, white, and blue.
0: Okay, moving on.
1: <laughs> My next fact. Um... Did you know that in Beijing there are thousands of underground tunnels left over from the Cold War era? They've got over a hundred hidden entrances that are mainly built into shops and restaurants. And you can do tours.
0: Wait, a hundred hidden entrances to the tunnels? Over a hundred, yeah. Oh, I see.
1: So they're in like shops and restaurants and stuff. One of my friends uh once found one at the back of this uh restaurant, and it's like next to the loo or something, like sort of half concealed. And then ended up wandering down this tunnel for like, like far, like eight hundred meters until it was like bricked up.
0: That is terrifying.
1: Yeah, but they're all over Beijing. Um, you so you can go and like do tours around them. They're like not, they're not really yeah. secret.
0: When when I was in Vietnam. Um, I went to, um, uh, we went to like the Vietnam war museum Yeah, and there's another one, which I forget the name of the city. It's very close. It's like a small town just outside, um, outside where Hanoi, uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, no Ho Chi Minh. Mm. Um, and, uh, they had, they had all these tunnels, uh, that were like that, like the Vietnamese would hide in. From the American, from the American soldiers and like the same thing, like you can, you can go walking through the tunnels and some of them, uh, most of them are so small.
1: Yeah. My Um, God.
0: Like the one, the one I went through was like barely big enough like I could kind of crouch and walk through it Uh, but most of them you have to be like fully hands and knees like crawling through them but people are doing it all over the place like it's like a park basically with all these tunnels in there and people are just like popping in and out of tunnels (laughs) the whole whole place and I'm just like nope I'll go in this one that they said is the biggest one and the least claustrophobic
1: (laughs) you know I always forget I'm not claustrophobic if I you know I had to have an MRI scan at hospital fine you know I crawled under a bed fine um something about being underground it just freaks me (laughs) the fuck out and I always forget and I'll be in some sort of like cave system I'll be like oh caves interesting (laughs) and I'll get to a point where you can't really go back anymore and I'm like oh my god there's a mountain on top of me, imminent death and freak out and I did it um I went to Korea with a friend and they're uh, in South Korea near the, the demilitarized zone, um, which borders North Korea. Mm-hmm. There are like tunnels which, you know, apparently the North Koreans were trying to dig down to Seoul and then the South Koreans discovered them. But you can go and like walk in these tunnels and they're not that small. Like you can walk, but it, it's tight. And I got halfway down and was like, oh, I basically had a massive like freak out. Um, but there were so many people that you just have to like single file, trudge in, single file, trudge out. So I'm like hyperventilating in this North Korean tunnel, like <laughs> mm. very
0: stressful. Mm. Um, okay. My next fact is uh, another geography one. I, I don't usually theme my facts like you do. but mm. um, So did you know that Africa is so big that the contiguous U.S., just the, the lower 48 states, mm all of all of the mainland US all of China and all of India can fit inside it
1: no way.
0: Really? Yeah. And the reason, the reason that people don't know this is because of what, what they call the Mercator projection.
1: Oh, is that to do with, you know, maps, the way maps are drawn?
0: Yes. Mm. Uh, so it's the way that maps are skewed because it's a, obviously a sphere that's, that's mapped onto a flat, flat surface. Onto a flat surface. That's, that's a square.
1: So wait, hang on, say that again. So all of America, not the sticky out bits, but the main chunk. Right. Plus China.
0: Well, all of all of America except for Alaska Mm. and Hawaii, all of America, all of China, and all of India.
1: Whoa!
0: Here, I got a picture. You want to see?
1: That's insane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, What the hell? But you you would just never, you would never know it from looking at from looking at a world map. Yeah, you
1: really would not. Blimey, that's a good fact, (laughs) Carl. I really enjoyed that one. Cool. Gets you thinking? Um, my last fact. Um, not not such a fun one. In March two thousand and thirteen, thousands of what were found floating in the Huangpu River in Shanghai? Pigs. Yeah, thousands of dead pigs.
0: Uh, yeah cause the, uh, because of the swine flu right
1: Yeah well they think so A load of the pigs had like ear tags uh, Saying they come came from Zhejiang province uh-huh. uh, So obviously the relevant authorities I don't know who governs um, Dead things found in the Huangpu um, But they went to ask The farmers in Zhejiang who were like Not a clue, not my pig <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I think, I think because of the swine flu, either a lot of pigs were dying or there was a big scare and people you were, were culling them. yeah, they were calling them, worried that, um, you know, if there was a sick one that it would get it the would rest get, of yeah. the, uh, the rest of their farm sick. So they were just dumping loads of pigs into the river because they didn't know what else to do with them. Just
1: being like a tourist on the bund, <laughs> looking at the view, being like, <laughs> What on earth? And just a thousand dead pigs floating towards you.
0: Uh, that's that's pretty terrifying, yeah. Hi, China. Um, Alright, that's our five facts. Yeah. We're done. You had the, the best. Worst, facts, I the think. worst five facts in five minutes <laughs> in, in what it's about is straight. Whoopsie Daisy.
1: Ready? Shall I explain the, the yes, premise do. and the I'm, rules?
0: I'm, I'm not even 100% on the premise, so please do.
1: So today I've taken um, some contravi- controversial debate topics and we're going to debate them. And you don't get to decide, you don't get to choose with uh, what side of the debate you're arguing. Uh, the coin will tell us. So heads is four. Tails is against. Okay. Um, And you're not allowed to reveal your own views until the end. Okay. (laughs) Um, I've got six. We don't have to get through them all. Okay. We'll do them in a random order. I have not prepped in any way other than Googling controversial debate topics and then picking ones I thought we would be interested in.
0: And I don't even know what the topics are. (laughs) It's
1: going to be a complete surprise. Right. One, two, three, four, five or six, Carl?
0: Um, Let's go
1: with number five. Okay. Torture can be justified. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if it's heads, then you're arguing that yes, torture can be justified. If it's tails, you're arguing that it can
0: never be justified. Okay. Uh, heads heads is torture. Yeah. Let's go. Tails. Oh, no.
1: <sighs> okay. Do you want to do, do the beginning or should I do the beginning?
0: Okay. So, I'm anti-torture, right? Mm-hmm,
1: and I'm pro-torture. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, Why don't you start?
1: Okay. So I believe that torture can be justified because there are times when the harming of one person could potentially save the lives of thousands of people. In example, let's say someone that has been arrested and accused of um, a terror plot that could still be active, torturing them could save potentially thousands of lives. It could prevent the next 9-11, which is, you know, America's greatest fear. Therefore, the torturing of that person is justified.
0: Um, it could be justified, except that it doesn't work. Says who? Scientists. <laughs> I don't have a study in front of me, obviously, but um, somebody who's given information as the result of torture is as likely as a coin flip to tell the truth or tell a lie.
1: Mm. But if it doesn't work and science says so, then why do so many countries and, in you know, countries that we are world leaders, why do they do it? You know, if science says no, why does America
0: torture people? This is this is harder than I thought it would be. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um well, uh because they're desperate and because they don't follow the rule of law. And I think, you know, the, this was a, a big thing in in the US is that we after 9-11, we tortured people, uh, waterboarding specifically. We tortured people to get information, um, and in most cases, it it just it just wasn't helpful. I mean, we we did a whole damn war in Iraq, um, you know, torturing people all along the way, and came up with came up with nothing there, and it, and it all it did was all it did was make us an enemy of more people.
1: Hmm. I think often um, the idea of torture is misconstrued. Like, yes, it could be waterboarding. It could be, you know, suspending someone from the ceiling by the toenails. Uh, But also, you know, it could be things um, like wearing them down by not allowing people to sleep or, you know, making it super noisy all the time. Um, So there are mental forms of torture that aren't physical forms of torture, which may yield different results.
0: Uh, Do you consider psychological abuse abuse if, yes. if, if you're if you're in <laughs> yes, if you're I in do. a relationship with somebody who doesn't hit you but they are constantly um you know gaslighting you or constantly telling you you're not good enough or breaking down your self-esteem or constantly listing off problems and yelling at you and all of these things that would be uh that would be you would consider that abuse or no yes i would Okay, so morally, uh, I'm not sure there's a huge difference between being tortured by being hung by your fucking toenails. (laughs) brutal, man. Um, I'm not sure there's a big difference between being tortured physically in those ways that you described or being a victim of of some sort of mental torture. Mm. I mean, these things could still scar somebody for the rest of their lives. It could still... You said it could, uh, it could come up with with usable information, um, but it's not necess- necessarily going to. Actually, it's as likely as a coin flip going to give you good information or not. Um, and it's and it's just as bad. And it and it should it should be uh, you know it should be held in the same regard, in my opinion. Mm.
1: Um, America has like torture blacks, they call them black black sites? Is that a real thing or is that just something on the telly?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. They're,
1: that's like, because they, isn't this why they have like that prison, which isn't really in America, but there is America. In
0: Guantanamo Bay that's it. in Cuba.
1: Because they're like, we can't properly torture you in America, but we can torture you in Cuba.
0: That, <laughs> that's that's not exactly not exactly how it goes. Um, that's the long
1: and the short of it though, isn't it?
0: it? It's, it's more like... It's more like that people are be are able to be held without a trial because they are uh, because they're thought of as being terrorists Um, and they can be held like through some international courts. They can be held uh, not in the U.S. It's bullshit. Guantanamo Bay is bullshit. And we we should just let everyone go.
1: Mm. Um, I'm really struggling here, Kyle. I, I, think that's, I think that's enough. Oh, I think we're done. Oh, Okay, do you, are you, do you want to tell me your real feelings about torture? <laughs>
0: I, I think this one's quite obvious. No, I'm well I'm, anti-torture. Uh, yes, I am as well.
1: Like torture is never okay. My biggest issue is I'm like, unless someone's been convicted of a crime, you could just be torturing like Bob from down the road. Like, come on. I think even torture. if they've
0: been convicted of a crime, you Still shouldn't be torturing though. them.
1: Cool. that was, you probably picked the heaviest one on the list. (laughs) Cool. Okay, next topic. Um,
0: Let's go with number one.
1: um, Minimum basic income should be provided to all people.
0: Oh, okay. We can pick a
1: country if you want, because that might make it easier. We can say all Americans. Sure. So, heads are pro. You're pro basic minimum income. Tails, you're against.
0: Okay. Heads.
1: Why do you always get to be pro... I know, I was (laughs) pro-taught. Okay,
0: all right. Um, Okay. Um, Claire. Yes, Carl. Do you believe in a minimum working wage? Yes, I do. Do you believe that all people uh, should be fed and clothed and have access to medical care?
1: Not in the remit of this debate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, you don't think people should be fed and clothed? Not
1: for this debate. No, no. Yes. I, yes. Did people... I say
0: anything about income? People... I asked if people should be fed and clothed. Okay,
1: people should be fed and clothed.
0: Okay. Um, in the U.S. and in many places in the world, uh, people struggle to uh, to just to attain that minimum, just to attain a working amount uh sorry just to attain a working wage where they can make enough money to live and to feed their family and to have a roof over their head mm. uh, uh what's it called again
1: um universal uh, basic income
0: yeah universal basic income um universal basic income also known as the freedom dividend um as it, as it was in the last uh, democratic pres- presidential debates um universal basic income would allow all people to have these basic necessities covered for them. Mm. It's not saying people don't have to work. It's not saying people can't work. But you would have enough money so that – you would have these basic needs covered for you. And here's the here's the other thing, is that we as a government spend a ton of money on social programs, making sure that people's basics are covered. And these social programs are often not run well. They rely on donations. They rely on, um, you know... Uh, political engineering and all of these things, a universal basic income would just say everyone's basic needs are met. We don't need to put all this money into food banks and homelessness. And a lot of these issues would be solved on their own. Now, I know what you're going to say already. Is oh, that do you, Kyle? I do. I do is that, oh, but then people will just be lazy and nobody will work and they'll just take the money and do nothing. Mm -hmm. The people who would do that are the people who are already working some shit job that they don't care about that is barely covering their needs anyway. So sure, fuck it. Let them stay at home and make enough money so that they can have all their basic needs met. They don't care about anything else. They don't have to care about anything else. For the for the higher-end individuals, for people who are making a lot of money, um, that's investment. That's money that they could be investing in small businesses. That's money that they could be investing in the stock market. Um, I think it would help all people, rich or poor, no matter what the circumstance.
1: Mm. So obviously, you've addressed my biggest, one of the biggest arguments, which is, um, you know, it would encourage people to not work and to do very little. Um, I think the second thing that is often cited by economists is that things will just become more expensive. If you increase everybody across the board, um, if you increase everybody's income by the same amount, the basic things will become more expensive. A loaf of bread will end up costing more.
0: Inflation takes time.
1: Uh, Also, you know, like say for example everybody's a 1000 usd a month richer uh, this is then going to end up driving up the price of houses in terms of like rentals so very quickly you're going to have people that are currently priced out at the bottom priced out anyway so i would argue that instead of having a universal basic income for everybody this money is only given to people that are under a certain threshold or and then you know it it's um what's it called? Like It's kind of petered out depending on what you earn. So it's not like if you earn $1,000 a month, you get an extra 1000 If you earn $1,001, you get zero. So it would kind of be staggered. Um, but this would be a good way around controlling some of the uh, economic issues that would arise from everybody having basic income. It would keep the government costs lower Um, And it would still help the people that need it, but most. So I'm arguing against the income for everybody, but for it to go to the people that need it most. Like if you're a billionaire, I'm not giving you a cent.
0: I don't I don't remember this coin being one side (laughs) is for it and the other side is this extremely nuanced. uh, (laughs) (laughs) For it our bit.
1: (laughs) I know, because I can't argue against it, because I really do think everybody should have universal basic income. Um, The other argument that I have heard made um, is that if you give people, you know, some people, if you give them complete freedom with their money, will spend it on things they shouldn't. So you would see a rise in people owning flat screen TVs, people taking drugs, people that smoke, and yet their children still wouldn't have shoes that fit, and they still wouldn't have healthy food in the cupboard. Um, so that's an argument that I've heard made that people would end up spending this on things that they shouldn't. Whereas, you know, in the US you give food stamps, food stamps cannot be spent on liquor. It cannot be spent on cigarettes. It cannot be spent on, I don't know, crystal meth. It can only be spent on food. So maybe instead of giving universal basic income, it should be an increase in, I don't know, rent stamps. Is that a thing? Maybe we should make it a thing or food stamps.
0: Okay. Uh, Claire, the modern economy is multifaceted and no matter what somebody spends their money on they're still helping the economy. Mm-hmm. And you know what they are they are still adults. They can make their own decisions. If they want to spend their money on cigarettes and booze that's that's within their rights. Mm-hmm. All all we're doing is making sure that if somebody needs this money they get this money. I think that's that's probably good. <laughs>
1: okay, real thoughts on universal basic income? I'm not
0: I'm not really sure. I I'd like to try it. I th- I think mm. it's worth I think it's worth a go. I think I've read around this quite a lot um
1: because it's something I find really interesting and you know the UK is a welfare state. So we like, we don't do food stamps. We just give people money because, you know, people are adults and they <laughs> should be able to buy whatever the, whatever the fuck they want with their money. Exactly like you said, it's like everything helps the economy one way or another. Um, but also imagine, you know, being a person that goes into a grocery store and has to pay with food stamps. Yeah. Like, that's so shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so unfair. And you're immediately, like, ostracizing and isolating an entire... Like, yeah. section of a community, yeah. I, th- I think it's absolutely foul. Yeah. Like, what if it's your neighbour that works at the checkout counter and you're having, a, you know, you've had a really shit six months and you're there paying with food stamps. Like, it's horrible. And then those people have a right to judge you and the purchases that you're making because they're like, oh, well, you're paying for it with stamps. You know, that's the government money. That's my taxpayer's money. Like, I think food stamps are absolute bullshit.
0: Um did you uh, did you follow Andrew Yang at all in the last uh, the, uh, the presidential race? Um,
1: a little bit, but not a huge amount.
0: Because he basically ran on universal basic income. It yeah. was like his. It was his. I mean, he's like an economist. You yeah. Know? Um, but he did. He listening to him talk about it was super interesting because mm. he he is an economist and he'd studied all these things and it, and was super for it and um you know. It just super, you know, he had a lot of good arguments for it. Yeah. He also wore hats that said math, which were like uh, trolling like the MAGA hats <laughs> because it would just say M-A-T-H in big <laughs> letters.
1: I like him. Wasn't it? Was he from New York, Andrew Young? Uh, yes. The New York guy? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, And I think you're right. You know, people have more money. People spend more money. The economy is stronger. And then there are more jobs. You know, if people have more money to pay, you know, restaurants make more restaurants make more money they can pay their staff more money like it's this people get tipped more you know it is this cycle and i do think yes there are people that would abuse the system and be like well fuck it then i'm sitting on my ass and doing nothing but i think that would be such a small amount of people that like it, it just doesn't really matter yeah. like in the uk there are people that cheat the benefit system um, but I was actually reading an article recently that was saying that the amount it would cost to properly police and enforce the benefit system, that would cost more than the money we would save if nobody cheated mm. it, if mm. that makes sense. Like, it's yeah. literally not worth policing. Yeah. And most people, you know, don't cheat it because it's a very small amount of money. Like, it's a lot of effort to go to.
0: Yeah, I don't think it'll ever pass in the US because already, like... There are a lot of Republicans that are already like, "This is a government handout. Yeah. These people should just get a job um, for like food stamps. So like just just giving out money, I don't I don't see it going anywhere.
1: It'd be really nice if it did, but I don't see it happening in the US either.
0: Um, it's also uh I I should have said this in the debate but with the uh you know we had the closest thing to it with the stimulus money. Yeah. Um and uh it absolutely did stimulate the economy. Mm. Um I mean in a, in a lot of different ways. Um but yeah, let's let's go on to the next topic. Right. Uh number 3.
1: Number 3 is The death penalty is effective in preventing crime. <sighs>
0: <laughs> gonna flip the coin. Uh, heads will be the heads will be me for the death penalty. You're Tail- gonna be pro. yeah okay Tails will be me for pro-life or whatever you want to call it. I think has to do with abortion but you know <laughs> tails.
1: Oh man, so I'm arguing pro the death penalty.
0: Yeah
1: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start as we've seen by all the countries in the world, including the one we live in that has uh, the death penalty and your great nation. Uh, it's very effective in stopping crime because if you commit a crime, you get deaded. So <laughs> you don't do it. Fear. Fear controls people. It controls the masses. Uh, it's really effective in stopping the bad things. In fact, Thailand, known for its aggressive anti-drug laws where they um, kill, execute anyone with you know smuggling or selling off the drugs, actually just has no drugs at all now. Not, <laughs> not one. No, not any. (laughs) Therefore. Oh, come on. (laughs) Therefore, the death penalty works. And good. Yes. And also, the death penalty is very good because some people do such awful things they deserve to be dead. And (laughs) if we keep them in prison, the poor taxpayer is paying for their meals. Paying for their laundry, paying for them to get a high school diploma. No, thank you very much. If you've killed (laughs) someone, you should be dead. Okay,
0: okay, (laughs) okay. There are so many things wrong (laughs) with what you just said. (laughs) Um,
1: Where do you want to start? Start with (laughs) Thailand.
0: (laughs) Start with Thailand. There are drugs in Thailand.
1: I've never seen any. (laughs) Have you ever (laughs) been there? Yes, I have. I've seen a lot. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Okay, number two. Uh, (laughs) um, It is... uh, uh, Fuck this topic, man.
1: (laughs) What's it called in a debate where you're like so ridiculous that the other person's just like, (laughs) I can't even like what I <laughs> like, mean this happened a lot with Trump where he'd say stuff and people would just be like I can't even respond because that didn't make sense and was completely logical
0: <laughs> it was it was logical it was just wrong <laughs> um, it, it I don't think it actually works as a crime deterrent. Like, like literally, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think you have a study that says that it is an effective crime deterrent. So I'm just going to sit here and say it doesn't work as an effective crime deterrent. uh, This is where if we'd done a bit of research, this would be way more interesting. um, No, I, I think um, for, uh, I can say that it is not actually cheaper to execute someone than it is to keep them alive in prison. Really? Really, because the um, the drugs that are required to put someone to death are so expensive, and such a fucking clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've if you've done any research or, or heard about this at all, but basically all the major companies that used to make uh, medicine that would kill you. Um, are refusing to allow it for uh, for the death penalty. Like all the major drug companies that have even medicines that are used for other things mm. won't allow states to use it for executions. Is and that because so, they
1: don't want their name associated with yeah, the execution?
0: Yeah. And so what they do instead is they make this cocktail of just a bunch of fucking drugs that... Like it's torture like mm. people first of all it doesn't always work like sometimes people are just like sitting there screaming in agony um, and it takes way too long to kill them but. Um, Or, you know, it can be, it can be akin to torture. Mm. Um, it is, it is not a quick and painless death that saves everyone money. It is akin to torture. It's very expensive. If we are putting someone to death, then, um, you know, the amount of, uh, trials that it has to go through and appeals and all these things, um, it, it's literally not cheaper. Um, the, you know, I would say the only, the only real argument that's, that's not something you brought up that I, that I can talk on, um, is that an eye for
1: an eye, a tooth for a tooth no,
0: <laughs> is that people are fallible and our justice system is not correct a hundred percent of the time. And there is no excuse for, uh, There is no excuse for taking someone's life away and then finding out later that they were not guilty of that crime, which has happened countless times. Um, Jeez, what else can I say? Um,
1: But what about, you know, Okay, maybe this is not preventing crime, but it's adjacent. You know, what about someone that has murdered 80 children? Why should they be allowed to live? They're caught red-handed, literally like in the act of committing a crime. There's undeniable evidence. They've confessed. Why should they be kept alive? Why should they be allowed to live? And doesn't it serve as a lesson to other people?
0: I mean, my my actual thoughts on this is hmm. is that it's not it's not up to us to decide who lives and dies. That that's that's just not a that's not a right that I think a one human being has over another human being, mm. um, but uh, you know, in the form of this debate, uh, <laughs> um, we can we can effectively deter that crime uh, to a, to a, to the exact same effectiveness by putting them in jail, mm. um, and with and if at least if they're in jail uh there is no risk of them being tortured by some uh concoction of drugs that you don't know how it works exactly mm. and at least if they're in jail um they don't have the opportunity to commit these crimes against other people um but they are effectively deterred from uh you know other people are deterred from uh doing similar crime Mm. Um, but
1: what about if someone has been a violent criminal and then they are hurting, beaten up, fighting, killing people in prison? Because then the answer would be put them in solitary confinement. But isn't that in itself a form of torture?
0: Uh, ma- I, I think maximum security um, mm. would would uh, be sufficient. I don't... Um I don't know that they need to be in solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think a, a properly managed maximum security prison would suffice.
1: Mm-hmm. And is it really any different from going to war? You know, people, human beings decide who lives and who dies in war all the time. And we go to war to say... Don't fuck with us. We're bigger than you, stronger My than you. Lord, and the international you community allows us. You are a good us.
0: debater, Claire. I Thank was you. not ready for this. You know,
1: because that's the same, right? <laughs> like America went to a war in Iraq. to be like, look, we can And no one will even bat an eyelid. Even though there are no weapons of mass destruction and us being here is all just a ruse because we want your oil. Everyone was like, oh, okay, America, you're allowed. And it, it's the same thing, no? <sighs> We're saying to other countries, don't, don't fuck with us. Like, is it really any different?
0: Oh, I don't even know what to say i'm pulling the I'm pulling the plug on this one what do you what do you Ugh. what do you actually think about oh uh...
1: absolutely anti the death penalty okay. in any way yeah. like completely completely yeah. completely anti I think it is barbaric and it's old-fashioned I think it's disgusting I agree with every single thing that you said and essentially no human being has the right to dis- to decide who lives and dies yeah I'm also pretty anti-war as well yeah you know
0: um, well well done, Claire. Thanks, well, that was a tough one. <laughs> um, why, don't, why don't you give me one where I have to argue for something heinous?
1: Oh, yeah, and I've got just the one for you. <laughs> You'll love it. Arguing for something you really don't believe in is really hard. Um, animal testing is moral. <laughs> and you can argue pro that, you little vegan.
0: Uh, uh, to clarify... I'm, I'm not vegan.
1: <laughs> um, vegan adjacent. Oh, God. Hang on. I'll
0: take, I'll take it. Let
1: me have a sip of water. <laughs> I've got to prepare myself.
0: Two words, Claire. Food chain. <laughs> we are the top of the fucking food chain. If these animals didn't want to be tested, they should have been as smart as we are. They should have been as strong as we are. <laughs> They should have fought back. We only have the ability to test these animals because we are smarter. We are stronger. We have the fortitude (laughs) and the technology.
1: You're going to do such a shit job arguing this. Do you want to flip it around? No, no, I'm good. I'm good.
0: Uh, (laughs) Second of all, um, the sacrifice of these animals of these beloved animals <laughs> the sacrifice of these animals has allowed us to use medication that would not otherwise be possible flat out so much medicine goes through rigorous testing on all different species of animals not only to make sure that it's safe for humans but to do research about it research and development to find other ways that it's work to find other ways that it works to find other ways that we can use it and without without this sort of testing countless people would have died.
1: Okay, so are you telling me that a rat, something or a mouse, you know, both animals that are commonly used in animal testing. Are you telling me that they have the same anatomy as a human?
0: No, but they have an anatomy that we've studied properly to know whether it's going to work based on its behavior on different animals. But
1: I mean, that's just not true because we still do human trials before we, you know, actually use medicine and release it to the market. So just because something hasn't killed a rat doesn't mean I'm going to be like, yeah, now stick that rat pacemaker in me. You know, we still have to do human trials. So why do animal trials when they really very rarely
0: give accurate results on how effective the
1: medicine is anyway.
0: Uh, (laughs) um, No, Uh, the human testing is done pretty much at a time when a drug is ready to go to market.
1: But how do they know it's ready if all they've tested it on are animals which they do not react to medication in the same way that humans do? Somebody, some human always has to be the first one to try it like how do they really know it's safe because if something hasn't killed a monkey it doesn't mean it's not going to kill
0: a human right but but we're we're similar enough that that if you are informed about the tests that you're doing okay it is uh, for example if if you're testing a skin medication mm. Uh, you know from tests on tests on previous rats and mice or monkeys or whatever we test skin medication on. Um, you know how those medicines reacted on those animals and how they reacted on humans. Mm. And you know we're we're taking out a lot of human suffering in the process. If you put a medicine on a rat and the rat melts, then. Oh that's that's one <laughs> sorry rats melting shouldn't be funny that's one that's one less melted person <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay but what about animal testing for cosmetics do you know how many rabbits go blind every year through the poor application of mascara are you pro animal testing for cosmetics
0: I, I think according to the coin flip, which we didn't do for this one, I'm pro all animal testing. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we eat rabbits.
1: But eating a rabbit, killing it humanely and, and eating it is different to slowly blinding it over months. And even, you know, testing medicine on animals, testing cosmetics on animals, that animal isn't electrocuted and dead. You know, we will literally watch that animal suffer indefinitely until it dies to track the result of that medication or of that cosmetic. You know, are you saying, Kyle, that human life is worth more than animal lives? And if so... What, how many rats equal a human life? How many monkeys? How many rabbits go blind? Infinite. For your mascara, infinite. Kyle?
0: Human life is infinitely more valuable than all other forms of life. Mm. Um, I I can't. I I literally can't.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: okay. How do you actually feel about um, animal testing? Because I uh, I have I don't know if. My views are going to be the same as your views on this one, and I'm actually genuinely curious.
0: Um, I okay, it's quite easy for me to sit here and say we shouldn't do animal testing, but I'm I can guarantee you that every every medicine I've ever taken would you know passed animal testing first. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's really easy for me to sit here and say. Uh, you know, we, we shouldn't be doing this. I would say it, at least for for cosmetics, because like, who fucking gives a fuck about cosmetics? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ.
1: And also, so I'm I'm anti animal testing for like cosmetics or for shampoo, but also because these things have been around and have existed for so long that I'm yeah. like, come on, yeah. you haven't figured out what burns people yet. Yeah. You know, like, come on, guys, get your shit together. And then you have countries like China where you're actually not allowed to sell um, cosmetics from outside of China in China unless they have been tested on animals. Mm. If you manufacture inside China, you don't need to test on animals. But if it's from outside coming in, you do. Um, and that's why companies like The Body Shop aren't based in China.
0: Oh, interesting. I didn't yeah, know that. It's,
1: it's really interesting. Um, but I do think medical testing on animals. I wish it didn't have to happen, but I do understand why it does.
0: It. I don't. I. I haven't done enough research about this, but it. It may very well be a necessary evil. Yeah. I. I hate saying that, but it. It may. It may very well be. I don't. But like again, like if if you're if you're to look at this, you know, to ask the question that you asked before, how many rat li- lives equal a human life, mm-hmm. like. That is an impossible question to answer. Yeah. So like.
1: And if I had to choose, kill a rat or kill a person, I'd kill a rat every time without even hesitating for a second. Yeah. Like if I was, if that was it, you know, that those are the two options. Of course I would. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a funny one. I also think I'm shit because I'm like, oh, I, I, I don't think cosmetics, you know, shampoo should be tested on animals. But I, sh- I do not go out of my way to make sure I buy products that mm-hmm. aren't tested on animals. Mm-hmm. And I really should. And I, maybe that needs to be a mid-year resolution mm. that I'll go out of my way to make sure the products I use aren't. Mm. Because it is shit. Um, but at the end of the day, I think companies only listen when you speak with your wallet.
0: Mm. Okay. There's, uh, there's one left, right?
1: One left. Uh, people should have to take a test before they're allowed to become a parent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll end on a nice one. Oh, beautiful. Okay. uh, Heads is for... uh, Heads is for me saying you need the test. Yep. (laughs) Heads.
1: (laughs) Yay! Uh. Okay, introduce your... Hang on, I need a sip of water. (laughs) Okay, introduce your argument, Carl.
0: Stupidity is an <laughs> epidemic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, Jesus Christ. Do you want to take a little break? To yeah, break? Just, a, just a second. <laughs> Let me tell you what we don't need more of in America, Claire. Kids in the system. Mm. Dumb kids kids with no education and no future. And it's a fact. Oh, it feels so wrong saying this. Mm-hmm. It's a fact that stupid people have stupid kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so are you arguing? Are you arguing that intelligence is hereditary? Um
0: I think that uh I think that it literally partially is. I also think that um, somebody who is uh, educated and has a well-paying job is more able to provide for a child and more able to make sure that that child also has an education and the skills necessary to join the workforce. And if somebody can't pass a basic intelligence (laughs) test then how could they ever hope to uh, bring up a child that can succeed in this world? But
1: wouldn't that mean that there would be a deficit of blue-collar workers? Uh,
0: that's also the argument against <laughs> universal basic income. <laughs> um,
1: and what about the fact that both uh, the US and the UK actually have a declining birth rate, and economists are worried that this is going to lead to an aging population that cannot sustain itself, and will we'll need to have an increase in immigration to cover up the deficit for the lack of young people, the lack of babies being born and the lack of um, blue-collar workers willing to do jobs that you know educated people are not.
0: having more babies being born that the government has to take care of because they're not going to school I, I <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, does not help our situation.
1: So, do you believe you need to be intelligent to be able to be a good parent? Fuck!
0: I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that intelligence is a scale, and there should be a minimum requirement of that. You don't have to be fucking Stephen Hawking, um, but you should you should be able to read and write and. Uh, you know, be able to contribute the basics to society.
1: Okay. So what do we do to the people that don't pass the test? Do we test them and then sterilize them? Or do we, you know, wait until a woman gets pregnant and then force an abortion?
0: Forced adoption.
1: (laughs) Forced adoption. But I mean, you just said that stupidity is hereditary. (laughs) So
0: Um, I think even Stupidity's
1: (laughs) in the genes, Kyle Adoption ain't gonna fix it
0: Um, God damn it I think I just won You just won (laughs) Uh, I think even the stupidest of children (laughs) Can be Can be taught
1: (laughs) To provide (laughs) Let's call time Ding, ding, ding (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh,
1: what did we learn today?
0: You are a much better debater than I am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks. It's, I don't know if it's a good
0: thing, though. Um, you are more capable of atrocities. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, do you know what I think is worrying is I think I'm actually better at arguing things I don't believe in than things I do
0: believe <laughs> you in, know, because
1: I'm all, I've already like learned what the opposition says.
0: It's, uh, it's, you know, I listen to, I, I, I watch and listen to a fair amount of media that argues for things that I don't be- agree with. Mm. And, uh, to be honest, I thought I would be much better at this, um, and I do that to kind of expand my viewpoint and to learn new things and understand mm. things from a different perspective. But now the, now that I've had to argue these things, um, I'm, I'm not sure it actually helps me in that regard. I think, I think it helps me in understanding what I believe to be true. I don't think it helps me in actually seeing that person's viewpoint. Yeah. Because I... I couldn't do it with a straight face for any of my arguments.
1: It's tough.
0: I mean to be fair, who could who could argue for an <laughs> intelligence test to have a child? <laughs> that is a basic human right. This isn't like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're go- we're going one step beyond like the food stamps and shit here like basic human right I'm, um,
1: I'm just reading uh The Last Margaret Atwood. So it's very like Gilead, you know, like only certain people are allowed to have yeah. a child. Um I'll be a handmaid in no time. It's <laughs> quite alarming.
0: Um uh, all right. Uh fantastic. Did did you learn anything of no? No. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> that I'm quite good at debating uh okay uh let's go on to the last segment which is the dumbest thing you heard all week
1: um i said it and it was there are no drugs in thailand (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: um uh, yeah,
1: I don't. I don't.
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I really like this topic. If I'm, if I'm being honest, you mean you don't like the debate? No, I mean I don't like us reciting the dumbest thing that we've heard all week.
1: Oh, do you want us to change it?
0: Um, I don't, let's let's uh, let's chill on it for a minute. Do you have Do you have anything dumb you heard this week?
1: Um, I have a dumb thing that England is doing. Um, the UK uh, death rate for coronavirus has just overtaken all of the EU put together. Um, and we've responded to that by opening all sports stadiums.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Because they're like, well, it's fine now. It's a vaccination, isn't it? So everyone's all good. Like, are, no, mate.
0: Are we still in debate mode or oh. think of the economy, Claire?
1: <laughs> <laughs> because money is worth more than human life. Um, you, You're you, right.
0: you folks aren't getting vaccinated over there. you know people are
1: but obviously it's still killing people and maybe some people aren't i don't know i don't know man i just looked at a graph today and i got irate and then i stopped looking at it
0: Mm. um great uh i think that about does it this has been what it's about the fantastic debate podcast we (laughs) should we should do another one of these for sure
1: yeah it's fun i want to do another reddit one as well we just do
0: you can find us online at what it's you can send us an email at what about pod at gmail.com you can find us on instagram at whatit'saboutpod.
1: um music today is by ashatoff music Waterboy, boy and
0: Mateen. and our intro song is retro electro by mario cole and and that's a motherfucking wrap. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, oh, I forgot to get a coin. Go. Run. Okay.